This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Show number 156 for November 12th, 2020. The year of craziness. Yeah, man. Scott Hammer with you, Jerry Keezer, Ron Miller, your Hammer Down Racing Report hosts. Coming at you live from our Hammer Down Racing Report home studios. Live on Facebook, live on Twitter. Periscope. You're moving. Things are moving over there, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, the shift YouTube, the party a live, bit. live on YouTube as well. Make, make sure to follow us uh, on all of those if you don't already. Scott, wa- Scott watching that intro, um, we've been watching a lot of those videos for quite a while now. Why don't we invite some of our listeners to uh, maybe share some videos with you um, and change it up a little? Now that I have a little bit more free time, you want me to spend more time working on this stuff? I do. Oh, well, all right then. What, what do you think, Jerry? Does that sound like a winner? I thought that from the get. I, I mean, I'd like to what? see something, you know, m- maybe maybe some video from Millstream if anybody has any. Well, it has yeah. been. When did I put that together? It was probably at least a couple of years ago that we've been using that same uh, intro there. Yeah. So maybe it is uh, time I, for, for some new intro video. We just took a vote. But did we? Yes, I did, I did not realize this was a democracy. <laughs> well, it's supposed to this be was a dictatorship. Oh, uh, yeah, here we go, Jerry. Ixnay on the Am I getting voted out? The camera's messed up. Absolutely. Oh, no. no, we can't no, you, give her the hammer can, and the hammer can, down. You can <sighs> stay. We just thought we'd throw a little more work your way. All right, that's fine. If anybody has uh, some video that uh, we can use. You could be displaying your talent, yeah. Scott, and uh, use it in your resume. Sure. Uh, go ahead and get with me sometime after the show, and uh, maybe we'll put together a new intro. We're supposed to be getting some new voice work, actually. Uh, Amy uh, Amy Brooks, uh, formerly of uh, WIOT, I used to work with, uh, she has agreed to redo some of, update that for us. So, we're waiting on that. Making us sound even more P.R.O. professional. Is that possible, though? Well, I guess it would. The question is, is it possible to sound any less? Anyway, um, speaking of professional, somehow we're uh, one of the nominees for Toledo City Papers Best of Toledo 2020 in the local podcast category. I've been voting daily. I don't know about you guys. I figured oh, this yeah. time I'm going to try and make a run at this and, and make this happen um, because we were nominated back in 2018 didn't win, but being nominated was pretty cool. But now we want to go a step further. So hit up our uh, Facebook page. We've got a link there, or you can go to ToledoCityPaper.com and find it there. Uh, but there's a direct link. Wait till after the show. Uh, we'll remind you at the end of the show and uh, you can go there and vote every day, once a day. Every email address. If you've got a work email and a home email. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works on that. I just go there and vote. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there you go. And uh, even if you don't like us, just go and vote for us anyways. Yeah, you, we, we got to be better than those other four. Uh, continuing, continuing on, uh, we're, uh, we're looking for a studio sponsor uh, just uh, for the measly small investment of just $750. Give you studio naming rights and at least one year of ads uh, in the show, uh, including uh, the little scroll deal that we have here. That uh, it's, it's right that there, one. right right below Ron. 
So uh, yeah, just 750 bucks, uh, and that'll uh, provide us with the professional uh, equipment. <laughs> May not be a professional show, but at least we'll have professional equipment. That's all that matters. So if you're interested in that, get a hold of me uh, there as well. Uh, make sure to, uh, as I already said this, follow follow us on Twitter, at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube, like us on Facebook. You can even uh, go ahead and uh, leave us a review. I guess that's good for our, our podcast numbers, too. Leave us a review. That'd be cool. Uh, and you can also listen to us on demand, your favorite podcasting platform, iTunes, Spotify, and uh, Google Podcasts, whatever you happen to listen to us on. Tonight on the show... Uh, we're going to have the uh, Oakshade Raceway Champions. Championship month continues. Last week we had uh, Attica Champs on. This week uh, we're going to be, we got all four, as a matter of fact, uh, scheduled to be on the show tonight, including uh, late model champ Steve Kester, sportsman champ Rusty Smith. We got uh, Ricky Reif. I see he's already in the uh, the green room there. All right. And Eric Carr will be joining us as sportsman <laughs> champ as well. So. We may even be awarding the Redneck of the Year Award, Scott. Yeah, yeah. I just heard this story shortly before we came on, and I'm I'm more curious now about it. <laughs> uh, also coming up a little bit later on in uh, tonight's show, we will have a Hammerdown hotline. That's uh, that little number you can call anytime, day or night, 419-318-3081, and uh, leave a message if you want to be on the show. That's it. That's pretty easy. And you can and talk about anything. And we have an in-studio contest going. If you recognize the voice, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the one on uh, tonight's uh, program, we think we know who it is. And actually, I probably could have looked at the number and figured it out, but we I, was too, I was too lazy. Well, the call just came in at like 6.30, so I didn't really have much time to, to do much. So anyway, uh, before we get to our racing roundup, I want to thank our sponsors again. Ron Miller Race Cars, Lamberville, Michigan, 734-856-7223. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs, and uh, and, and you're feeling better, so yeah, business as usual, I feel, right? I feel great. Okay, good. Millstream Speedway, uh, we've been talking about them all summer. They've uh, been on board as a sponsor, and uh, we've been talking about them uh, returning to racing, and now we actually have a date for that. They're going to have the Hangover Race 2 in conjunction with uh, Sandusky Speedway. So uh, first race back at Millstream Speedway in many years now, January 2nd, it's a Saturday, 2021, Hangover 2. Uh, make sure to follow them on Twitter or Facebook or millstreamspeedway.net. Also, Big D's Pizza, as always, mention the Hammer Down Racing Report, save 10% off any order. Give them a call, 419-547-1444, and uh, we'll be giving away a Big D's Pizza later on tonight for uh, tonight's How Many. wonder if Grubhub comes over here from... Clyde, you know, you know, there's, you know, a certain amount of money will buy you just about anything. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, like you always say, how fast you want to go? How much you want? How is, how's that go? Speed costs money. How fast do you want to go? There you go. So how, how much you want to pay for that food that it'll get you there. It'll cost you, but it'll probably come anyway. Uh, what's, uh, what do we got, Jerry? Well, before we go to the racing roundup, let's see, Rhonda was asking if people can call into the Hammer Down hotline just to say how much our show is enjoyed. Absolutely. If you just want to call, even if you don't enjoy it, call and let us know. We'll put you on the air. We'll hear it and figure out how to make it better for you. If there's something you think we should change, let us know. Like the video at the beginning of the show. 
Absolutely. Hey, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but Matt Squander chimed in and said he's happy with the original video. Well, that's because he's in every shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I think that video was uh, the Oakshade video was pre pre Matt. Pre Matt. Ah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Because I I actually shot that a couple years ago at uh, one of the uh, birthday race weekends, I believe it was. Very. Cool. Anyway. So that will, that'll take us to this week's racing roundup. The World of Outlaws Morton Building late models were in action last Thursday while we were on the air. Tim McCready picked up the victory in the last call on Thursday night. It was his first feature win at the dirt track at Charlotte and the final World of Outlaws late model event of the season. Kyle Larson, who broke his own track record that same night, uh, finished eighth. Next up for the World of Outlaws late models will be Volusia Speedway Park on January 14th through the 16th in 2021. The World of, Outlaws, World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint cars were in action on Friday and Saturday at Charlotte. David Gravel won his third straight Charlotte victory on Friday night's uh, opening of the last call, uh, which kept Jason Johnson racing in the owner's championship. But Saturday night, it was Logan Schuhart dominating the season finale for his seventh win of the year, allowing Brad Sweet to pick up the season championship for the drivers and owner's championship. In NASCAR action, Sheldon Creed made a move four wide on a late restart after pit pitting for fresh tires to win and capture his first NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series championship. Austin Sendrick became another first-time NASCAR champion after winning Saturday's Xfinity Series race with some late-race heroics. He got by Noah Gregson on the last lap of an overtime finish to take the win. Chase Elliott led 153 laps in Sunday's season finale 500 at Phoenix to win his second race in a row and to earn his first-ever NASCAR Cup Series championship in his fifth full-time season, joining his father as just the third father-son duo to pick up Cup championships. Pre-race inspection forced Elliott to start the uh, race at the back and still was able to come up and dominate. Jimmy Johnson finished fifth in his final full-time NASCAR Cup race. He'll be moving on to IndyCar next year. Uh, with that, that's our results for last week. Uh, real quick, did want to mention uh, local racing in this area took a hit uh, this morning. Um, Longtime stock car racer, truck racer, mechanic, uh, father of racers and flagman Roger Keezer, my, my cousin, passed away this morning at 5 a.m. Um, very sad around this area. We, you know, uh, Roger was definitely a part of all, all the racing around here from all these tracks. Waynesfield there on the screen, but Lima Land, Eldora. Um, just very, very shocking news for uh, my family, and uh, we're going to miss Roger. Obviously, our condolences to the family. Absolutely. It's a moment of silence right there. It was yeah, a moment of I appreciate silence. that. You're welcome. <laughs> Used to doing it after the national anthem. Maybe that's what we should do. Should we have the national anthem play during uh, the uh, oh, only the if it's Jimi video? Hendrix? Only if it's Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> or what about uh, your uh, your uh, guy's buddy down there in Tennessee? Writers, oh, uh, buddy, yeah, bounce uh, writers, uh, buddy. Yeah, yeah, Lee. Yeah, that that, that would be fan fantastic. We, we could. Get him to arrange that for us. We'll do a special. He can record a special yes. version just for the show. A special rendition just for Lee Greenwood. Down. There you go. Hope he doesn't want royalties, though. Uh, yeah, that, that would be the, yeah, that'd be the downside. So uh, again, it is uh, championship month here for at the Hammerdown Race Report. Next week we will have uh, the Fremont Champions on. Two weeks from tonight's going to be Thanksgiving. We're not going to be here. Uh, we're taking the night off. 
we're going to go have a big, huge gathering and have a super spreader event. No, we're just <laughs> taking the night off, really. That's all that's going on. Um, well, it looks like we got all of our champs here except for one. So uh, we're going to we're going to go with uh, what we have here. Ron, you look like you're intently looking into something. Oh, I was just looking at something in the scroll. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully it's nothing wrong. Uh, let's bring in our champs now from Oakshade Raceway, actually. And as we do that, I want to mention that uh, I did speak to uh, Pam this afternoon uh, a bit about the uh, banquet. It's not actually a banquet. It's an awards reception. And uh, it's going to be different uh, this year. It is still on as of right now. Uh, but it's going to be different from the award banquets of the past. And they're still working out the details on, on that. And things still could change uh, depending on how things go. Still tentatively scheduled first Saturday in December? December 5th, I believe that is, okay. yes. So it, may, it may end up being a staggered thing by class, or it may be, a worst-case scenario, a uh, drive through kind of thing. But, uh, yes, Chris, that's that's what I'm wondering, too. He says, uh, where's Kester? Yeah. I believe we had issues last time with Kester trying to get connected, and we had to do a phone call. So we may have to give him a call a little bit later. But uh, um, we'll move on with uh, with the champions that we do have with us. Again, uh, Mr. Reif, uh, champion of the Bomber class this year. Eric Carr joining us, uh, champion of the Compacts and Rusty Smith, uh, champions of uh, – excuse me, champion of the Sportsman class. So – Congratulations on your championship seasons. Uh, let's start off uh, talking uh, with with you, Rusty, if, if that's okay. All right. <laughs> um. So you started you started the season off strong. You you know you, right out of the gate you had four feature wins, uh, and then you kind of I don't know if I'd call it a, a slump, but you, you didn't have any feature wins for for a while. What happened there? Uh, just one of them things, trying to get the car figured out. So was it the competition getting faster, or was it uh, you making changes that didn't work? Uh, a little bit of both, I think. <laughs> well, uh, you had uh, Brandon Gregory that he ended up winning, what, five in a row in the middle of the season? And, you know, it, what uh, what's going through your mind as, uh, you know, he's going through this, winning all these races. Are you thinking, it, you know, it's a championship slipping away? I just knew I had to do, I just had to be consistent and keep, him in, sight, keep him in sight. Yeah. So did you have any kind of strategy or anything? Did you, you know, any kind of regrouping in the middle of the season? No, not really. Just go out and whenever race I can. Okay. You had a couple of glitches too during the year, didn't you? That uh, could have had you a little worried. Yeah, there's a couple of them. What were the glitches? More details. Oh, just getting tangled up with other cars. Just put it that way. Well, I know you had an issue there the final night. You know, championship night. You. Uh, you were leading most of that race and then had an issue with a, with a lap car, and I believe it, you cut out a tire, right? Yeah, we took out a right front tire with three laps to go and just babied it at home. Now, you did have the advantage, though, that uh, Gregory, For I, I don't know if you know what the, the reason was. He did not end up 
making the start for that feature event. So, I mean, that kind of took some of the pressure off for you, didn't it? I, I, I didn't know anything about it until after the race. Really? So you were thinking no, that? I was, you, I was just going hard as I could. So what were you thinking then uh, when, when you got that flat tire? I mean, were you, were you pissed? Were you like, this, this could cost me oh, the championship? Oh, yeah, I was definitely pissed, but... I mean, it was just a racing deal, and I kind of knew where I had to finish. And where did you end up fishing? Wasn't it like 10th or something? I was 10th, yeah. All right. We had a few spots we could give up. <laughs> well, you ended up hanging on, and, uh, I mean, any damage uh, to the car other than the tire then at the end? Uh, no, just a tire and a uh, beadlock ring and a tie rod. Well, it's not too bad. You got championship. Yeah. Your first uh champ actually I believe everybody first time uh, champions this year uh in all four classes. How how big is that for you? How many years uh, have you been running at, at Oakshade? And- uh it's been about 18 years. So uh, this means a lot finally, to you, I'm guessing. Yeah, right? I finally got the monkey off the back. <laughs> so what's uh what's going on then for next year? Uh it's still up in the air right now. Think about going late models, but just looking for some sponsors for an engine and see what happens. I was going to say that I thought you've, uh, you've run that 71 car as a late model. Haven't you? Just a couple yeah, we ran it uh, last couple. Uh, There's a couple shows out in Indiana. We went out and ran late models with. How successful were you uh, running that as a late model? Uh, we went to gas city, struggled in qualifying and got it better each race and came home with the top five and then uh, went to Kokomo and, Started towards the tail in the feature and was working our way up and got a flat right rear. So is would you run that same car then if you do decide to go uh, late model or would you get a, a entirely different car? To uh, it'd be the same models? car. Same car? Yeah. Okay. Swap out motors and go at it again. <laughs> uh, going, would you go for the championship? Um, just rookie of the year. Honestly, if I go late model, I'd be more for traveling, hitting up more tracks, okay. just getting more experience and having a good time. All right. Um, what's I up? Want, I want to ask you, actually, I want to ask all three of you one at a time. Um, any thoughts of doing the uh, hangover races uh, on January 1st and 2nd? I don't know. You got a motor to borrow? I need a motor. You got a motor? You haven't bloated it up yet. It. It's at the engine shop. Oh, no. Well, you got a month and a half to get it back. Right? You'll be all right. No commitment? When, uh, when, when are you going to make the decision uh, as to what your plans are for, for next year? Do you have like Probably a... Last Saturday in April? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weekend before racing starts. All right, very non-committal, Rusty Smith. Congratulations on the uh, championship, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at uh, the banquet. Don't go anywhere, though. I have one more question, at least one more question that I want to ask you, uh, but I want to talk to uh, to the other guys here real quick. Cool. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's unmute Mr. Rife here. Bring him in. How's it? Ah, it still says you're muted there. Let me uh, let's try that. There you go. Oh, wait, you unmuted. You muted yourself. There you go. There we go. Talk to us, Ricky. (laughs) Hey, Ricky. 
Hey. So are we going with uh, Richard, Ricky, Rich? Uh, I, know, I think we ask you this each each time. Just whatever. Just don't call me late for dinner. All right. <laughs> early for dinner. Well, congratulations uh, for, for your championship season. This is kind of uh, the second championship for – is was that the same car that Rushlow ran last year? Yeah, Terry ran last year, and and uh, I decided to take the seat this year. It's my car. Um, he he put it together. So you got the uh, the owners championship last year, and this year the driver and owners championship. Yes. Not that there's a separate owners championship, but uh, you know it sounds good. You were associated with it, so that's cool. Uh, six A main wins, and uh, you still had a tight point race uh, right there at the end. And you know you and folks duking it out every pretty much every Saturday night. It seemed like. Uh, tell us about that. Well, I mean, I mean, there ain't nothing I can say. Uh, I just, I know this car was a monster, man. I went right out of the box. We didn't even put it on scales till. Uh, I don't know. It's been a few weeks in, and uh, seeing the numbers are changing. The car was falling off a little, and and then it just came back alive. Uh, Terry told me to do it, and we uh, kind of went through it, put it on them scales, and now did you take uh, the? Did you take? Did you race at all last season, or did you take the entire season off? One time. One time, I, I thought I remember seeing your name uh, racing out there. I mean, yeah. I ran the uh, what was it, topless night last okay. night? Was... Oh, not so after tonight. Yeah, after the points were over. Yep. So I mean, how hard was it? Uh, you know, watch. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it was easy for you, but I mean, you know, watching instead of racing. Which uh, which do you enjoy more? Well, I was there tearing my nails off, watching my own car go around, and. <laughs> Wishing I was behind the seat, but I gave it to him and told him to run it. And then you decided that uh, did did you offer it to him the, this past season? Or I know no. he had a separate deal with with Jamie, but uh, um, if you asked him to come back and run it this season, would he have? Oh, he probably would have. He kept telling me to get in it. He's like, "You need to be in it. You need to be in it." So, all right. The big question: plans for next year. Oh, I think I'm gonna take the year off. Hey, I got to put a car together. Um, Ron, <laughs> what's wrong with that one? Oh, I don't know. The jig ain't on the table yet, is it? <laughs> nah, Ron's <laughs> building trucks now. I mean, maybe he'll build you a truck and go race trucks, a cars. We, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take the year off and help Rushlow. He's gonna be running a late model with uh, Alan Markey. Oh, is he? Okay. And he was in that uh, that car at least one time this past season. Maybe oh, a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Yep. And looked pretty strong in it. Yeah. Very strong. Well, I, think, I think he's only got five nights in the car, period. Something like that. Well, uh, we wish him luck and uh, wish you luck as well. Did you sell your car? Did I hear that? No. Uh... I, I, I think I have it sold. Uh, I'll find out next week. Um, I, I ain't going to make it over to the hangover race. I, the motor's out. Uh, the, the car's ready to be sold. So. Just don't sell it to another bomber driver. Make sure to sell it to somebody <laughs> that's going to race it at some other track. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we we had uh, Jordan Conover on a few weeks ago, and there was some, some deal, some controversy. Did you – 
you want to talk about that? Uh, I know we we cleared you cleared the air with them. Everything's fine. It's all behind you, and it, that was kind of off the show. Uh, but uh, you want to tell everybody your your side of the story just to to kind of get that out there. Well, the week of the the points night, you know, he kind of hit that dip over there in turn one, and it shoved him up into me, and it was a points night. I I took it a little too far to the extreme. I, which I shouldn't have, you know, and I, you know, I apologize to him. Um, of all nights, it was a points night, so I just, like, really irritated the crap out of me. <laughs> so, you know, in the following week, I had some issues with the car. The car was going backwards. I don't care what I did with it. We we ended up finding out what the problem was, but, uh, you know, I, I, I got into him the topless night and took him out intentionally and you know i felt like crap about it so i had contacted you know gary and ron and you um i talked to tim very nice guy i talked to jordan as well he's a very nice guy and uh we kind of we buried the hatchet and you know we they're really good people man it's just the things i did you know i i caught a lot of crap from a lot of ends uh russell was a big one um he was ready to choke me when I got out of the car. <laughs> he, he cussed me out. You know, I shouldn't have been driving like that. That's not my style. And uh, I felt really bad. And that's why I contacted everybody that was involved. I even contacted Chrissy and, and let her know as well. You know, that was stupid on my behalf. And sometimes the, the emotions do get the best of you. Absolutely. You know, just it was a points night. And that's what really, really got me going. He, he did try to come over and make men's with me um, at, at the victory lane there. And I, I kind of said a few words to him that maybe I should have waited and I, I should have not have said that, you know, and we, anyways, we buried the hatchet. They're really, really amazing people. Um, from what I can tell, you know, it, they, they, they're really nice. And Ricky, that's the really cool part. You know, you guys did work it out. It's not something that sits there festering and, and you can go on and, and chances are you guys are going to race against each other again and uh, it'll be a whole lot better. Absolutely. And, you know, and it, you know, like I'm hoping to see with him, I want to run door to door with him. I, you know what I mean? I, I don't yep. want to trade old paint in some way like that, but you know, Robin's racing. was one thing, but what I did was wrong and I'm glad that we got it behind us. We can move forward. Just another one of those silly life lessons. <laughs> so look at looking ahead. Uh, you, you said you're taking next year off. Uh, what uh, what's your plans uh, beyond next year, two years from now? Yeah, I'd like to know. Uh, I might do some hit and missing. I'm, I'm going to run Eldora. I want to check that track out. Um, half mile, you know, I, I ran three eights. You know, I kind of I had a blast with that. I want to go. You know, check out Eldora, maybe hit a Lima or, uh, you know, Millstream or something like that. Check them out. Okay. Well, we wish you luck uh, and everything uh, that goes on. And, uh, you know, true champion there, you know, it being able to admit you made a mistake there and, and making amends for it. So very cool. Thank you. Proud of you. I, I got a message from uh, Mr. Kester here. We're going to have to call him. So we'll call him in uh, just a moment. Uh, in the meantime, let's uh, don't go anywhere. We, we I got something to ask you, uh, Mr. Rife, uh, a little bit later. We're going to ask uh, everybody here. Uh, okay. and, 
the group thing. So, so hang tight. Um, let's bring in uh, Eric here. And unmute him, Eric. Congratulations on your championship se- season in the uh, combat. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, I see uh, you're uh, a Lions fan. Is that is that what I'm seeing behind you there? Ah, uh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, Silver diary. seems to be a common thread there with the shirt and uh, the Lions. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, uh, a Lions-themed Rusty Schlenk shirt. Well, that looks kind of like an older one. Um, so uh, I guess, uh, what, you had uh, two wins this year. Did you think at the beginning of the year you would uh, have a shot at the championship? Uh, not even a little. Uh, started off the year pretty rough. Had a lot, uh, quite a few DNFs at the beginning of the season. I think you had, uh, I mean, you were just consistently out there, though, and that had to help out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making it out each uh, and every week. Yeah. Did you have get caught up in any uh, big accidents, uh, any big repair jobs you had to do to no. get uh, the car back out the next week? Um, I only had a couple issues. Mainly it was blowing the front tire or right front tire. I uh, finally got that figured out, and then as soon as I got that going, then I blew the transmission and fought that most of the rest of the year because I got a different gear ratio and it just nothing wanted to work right. Now, how many how many years you been running now? Uh this is my fourth year. Fourth year, okay. Eric, not too bad. Are we going to yeah. see you back in the compacts next year? Uh that's the plan as of right now. Uh, okay. Building a car for my niece. Hopefully, she'll actually run it this year. So you're going to be running and competing against your niece then? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's the game plan. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was your car going to her or if, you know. Okay, just making sure you got two cars there. Um, so what was the problem with the with the right, uh, right front uh, tire going down? What was um, the deal? I'm really not sure what it was. I uh, ended up changing the air pressures around quite a bit and then ended up putting a tube in it to kind of help pushing it a little bit and it eventually worked <laughs> was that switch that really really took off for you or the second half of the season was when you got the tire problems figured out uh that and getting the tire size figured out was the biggest thing yeah, you guys were definitely awesome the second half of the season you were there each and every week right at the end of the race battling for the wins it was fun to watch yeah yeah, I didn't get to see a lot of them. Uh, Jerry got to see most of the compacts. <laughs> I was waiting and staging for the V-Mains all the time, so I, I, I missed out on a lot of the races. But uh, I, I know the guys in the the compacts, it's, uh, you guys go hard. Yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> you got to do something to get them a little bit quicker. Only, we're missing a few cylinders there. That class has changed so much from, from its inception. Uh, the, the, the cars are really impressive now. Yeah. Would you no, say your car is bad. impressive? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll give it. <laughs> so, what what do you think uh, was the the biggest attribute, other than figuring out the the tire, uh, for you to be able to walk away with uh, this year's championship? Just not giving up. I mean, it's not... just keep looking for next week, and we're spending almost every night in the shop trying to figure out one way to make it just a little bit quicker. Now, did you actually make it quicker, or did everybody else just slow down? 
<laughs> That's I, something I always wonder. I'm hoping I made it quicker, but <laughs> they probably just slowed down. <laughs> Made me feel better at least. So what? You know, uh, go ahead, Jerry. You know, there, there's an old superstition on, in racing that you don't put green on a race car; that it's bad luck. What do you say to the naysayers about that <laughs> after this season? Well, I mean, I changed the colors about halfway through the season. And it worked out good for me. So it was the color change, not so much figuring out the tire problem. You might have a point there. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> Is there any chance of seeing you at the uh, hangover races? I the, the front it. wheel drive the front wheel drive class looks like it's gonna it's shaping up to be a lot of fun, uh, a lot of interest, especially in your class uh, from the guys wanting to try both Sandusky and Freema, or I'm sorry, Finley. Yeah, I've thought about it, but we'll see when the time comes if the motors. Is the motors in the car still at that point? <laughs> Good time. That seems to be the, the common thing. Motor's not in the car. That's my excuse. I'm not going to race in the cold. Motor's not in the car. <laughs> it's a good excuse, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, did, uh, did, did Corey Gum teach you anything? It seems like there were times he was blazing fast, uh, like he might have put a lot of pressure on you guys, but um, did did racing against him make you better? I guess I would have to say yes. Um, I mean, he was always the biggest competition every week. Um, I'll, I'll give him credit there. I mean, he's, he builds fast cars. Just you were a little bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I just got lucky a few times. All right. I think we got uh, Steve Kester finally joining us now. Steve. Hello. Hey. I got you. Yeah. So everybody. I, got, all the, I can't our, see him, Scott. Well, he's, he's, uh, there. Can you, can you see him now? Oh, all right. <laughs> um, all, all of our other champions, our champions seem to be able to. Wow, that sounds terrible. They've they've figured out the uh, the digital stuff. How come you couldn't figure it out? Uh, where where we live, we it's all wireless and it don't work at all. Oh. I'm already cut telephone poles out. That I can understand. <laughs> yep. Um. Well, we talked to to all our other champs, and we still have another question to ask them. But uh, I know we had you on the show not too long ago. And actually, uh, earlier this year, we, I asked you this question then. You said that uh, at the beginning of the year, you weren't running for the track championship. And, and I wasn't. And uh, <laughs> here you are, the uh, track champion. Well, I think that's how you uh, maybe have to do it. It's not that you're not running for points, then you win them, I guess. That, that's how that works? Yeah. Was uh was there one moment that you could pinpoint during the season, um, you know that uh, may have been like the biggest contributor, contributing factor for for winning the championship? Was was there one thing that helped push you over the edge? Um, uh, I mean, I wasn't running good at all through the season, and then went down to uh, Aki Force. Uh, me and my wife did. 
uh, spent a day down there, and then he went to Attica with us for a couple weeks, and and then we knew from there it was a good car. So um, then we started winning races again. So who who do you think your biggest competition in in the late model class was? Oh, I, um, Devin. I mean, um, there's a lot. Rusty, Casey Noonan. There's a lot of them. So you never know on any which night who's going to win. How satisfying was it to uh, break Devin Shields' uh, championship run there at, at three? He was going for four this year. Uh, it, it, it's always good. Nice to beat him. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I felt bad for him. And, you know, on championship night, he broke in hot lap. So we went down there and um, helped him put his car back together. Um, he would he would do the same thing. So, um, now, did you have as much bad luck as he did this year? Because, I mean, earlier in the season, we, we talked about this. We had Devin on last year. who did win the championship at Attica. Uh, he ended up upside down at uh, at Oakshade. Uh, it, it just seems like he just didn't have any luck going his way this, this season. Did you have any gremlins like that? Yeah, well, the night that he was upside down, it was he was upside down on top of me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. – yeah, we had, we had a fair share of – uh, bad nights too. Okay. Yeah, um, a lot of, a lot of stupid stuff that should have never happened, but that's part of it. Well, it was a weird uh, 2020 year, but you got the championship, and we actually, I think we ended up running more races this year than we did last year with all the uh, the rainouts. So it ended up being a, a pretty typical season from a, from a racer standpoint, I would guess. Other than so that, means the points fund should be higher. Right. Well, other than uh, I think it should be, but then there's the fact that uh, we raced uh, how many weeks without fans, and then limited fans, and we didn't have any of the the big events uh, this year. I mean, how how odd was that not having like the birthday race or the the American Late Model Series uh, races? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd be curious what happens next year too. Um, I hope. I hope we get back to normal, but speaking you'll of, doing, you'll be doing the same thing again next year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. You're going to uh, start off the season. I'm a, I, I like to go. I like to go back to traveling a little more. So, so you'll start off the season and uh, say you're not going to go for the championship and then kind of see where it goes from there. Huh? Yeah, that's that's my plan. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna sell it off. <laughs> that's what that's what I said this year, and look where it got me. So yeah, we'll, we'll try that again. So switching gears a little bit. Congratulations on being nominated for Redneck of the Year. Well, what uh, which time? Which um, time? The, the most recent one with the uh, move, moving the new pig pen down the uh, down your road. Yeah. What what is uh, well, what is what is this story? I got with away this? with it. I got away with it until I pulled in the driveway. That's when I got all the phone calls. Really? But, uh, so what, yeah, what's, for not having permits. But what, as soon as I pulled in the driveway, I didn't need permits no more. So, so what's, what's the story on this? You were pull, hauling a garage down the road? Yeah, I was going to build one. And then uh, our township had one for sale on some property that they were selling. So and I went to auction, so I bought it and I moved it. And how'd you move it? 
Um, I carefully we jacked it up, put boards boards across, and mounted a trailer to it underneath, and hooked it to the tractor. And um, I use the tractor that way. It's agricultural, so if I got too much trouble, I'd, um, agricultural is a little different rule, so it, got it away with hog, it. It's a hog barn. Yep. And and hauled it with your tractor. Makes perfect sense. Yep. To me. All right. Well, uh, I have one last question for all of our champions here. And uh, Steve, you've had some some experience in this. If uh, and and we'll ask you first since we got you on the phone here. Uh, if each of you, the the four champions, Ricky Rife, Eric Carr, Rusty Smith, and yourself, were in a race of equally prepared outhouses. <laughs> Who would win? Um, I'd say I would again. Didn't you crash pretty hard in your outhouse you, that time that you won? Oh, yeah. Thought you lost a right front or something. And I won the feature last that night, too. <laughs> I thought you banged your heart, head pretty hard in that uh, outhouse yeah, crash. Yeah, it was a good, that was a good time, though. I, I, got, I still got the trophy and everything. I still had the toilet paper on it. <laughs> Uh, just hang on to that. You never know when it might be really important. I, yeah, it might be worth the money now. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, congratulations, and uh, we'll uh, we'll look for you uh, at some point next uh, next summer at Oakshade. Then. All righty. Thank you. All right. See you, buddy. Yep. Bye. All right. Who? Uh, let's let's uh, go back to Eric here and uh, ask him the, this question. I don't. Did you see? Were you there the night uh, the Owl House races happened? This was. Uh, I was actually in it. I, oh, were you I in was it? Actually, in it then. Um, okay. They broke before we could finish. Yeah. Oh. We were still undefeated, the team, but uh, they broke them before we could finish. So, I'm kind of salty about that one still. Well, I think we need a rematch. Probably Steve's fault. He's the one that broke that one, busted, and then they kind of all fell apart. But uh, so, do you think that you could uh, beat yeah. him then? Oh yeah, yeah. And and everybody else here, Rusty uh, and Ricky. Sure. All right. Well, I'm going to go, yeah. I mean, you got to have confidence. What, what do you guys have to say about that, Rusty and Ricky? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't done it. Let, would you do it? And if you did, who, who do you think would win? <laughs> well, Kester apparently <laughs> likes yeah. to rock him. Just stay away from him. You might be all right then. I don't know, probably, probably Eric, because he just said he was undefeated. Right, what, I, what do you think, Rusty? There. I don't know. Let's <laughs> let's try it beginning of next year. <laughs> See, I like it. You I, never I, run I, all right, we'll have ready. to get uh, Chrissy uh, <laughs> on that to uh, get some some outhouses together. They got plenty of them. It's just getting the wheels and getting the wheels to stay on. I think was the issue. Well, the big problem is yeah. getting them emptied before they <laughs> race them. What? That's that's no fun. You we wouldn't want to do oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Have that Steve wouldn't wreck it next time. I don't want to be a one. <laughs> Although, if they did, I think we did that at intermission, didn't we? So it probably would create quite a slick spot, you know, for the features. Yeah. <laughs> be a city ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's accurate. I can't argue with that. Uh, well, guys, thank you guys uh, for joining us, coming on. And uh, I, I know. 
other than uh, Ricky there, good luck to uh, you guys next year. Well, good luck to you too, even if you're not racing. Um, but uh, we appreciate you guys uh, giving us the time tonight. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank you. Thanks. 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 See you guys. See ya. All right. Again, uh, thanks to all of our champions. Ricky it's Rife. Lonely. It's lonely in here, Scott. Eric Carr. <laughs> had a lot of people there. Rusty yeah. Smith and uh, Steve Kester there. Um, yeah. We still have room for four more, though. We did. We can do ten. Yeah. I think it might get a little uh, confusing, though, who's going <laughs> to talk and be like, no, you go. No, 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 you go. Uh, just a little bit of racing news before we get to our Hammerdown hotline and how many and uh, wrap up the show here. Um, uh, with three uh, consecutive alleys, bargain outlet, all-star circuit of champions, championships under his belt, Aaron Reitzel is ready for a new challenge. Reitzel is going to embark on his first full-time season with the World of Outlaws NASA Energy Drink Sprint Series next year, driving the iconic Roth Motorsports number 83. Um. In some uh, other NASCAR news, another driver, actually driver and owner, busted for uh, making some comments on social media. Did you hear about this, guys? No. Uh, Josh Rome, R-E-A-U-M-E. Rome, yeah. Team owner and driver in the NASCAR Gander RV, RV and uh, Outdoors Truck Series has been indefinitely suspended from NASCAR. For a social media post, uh, Josh says, um, oh, man, I didn't. Uh, he had a comment. He said, yeah. uh, and I, I thought I pasted it here. Apparently, I didn't. Uh, but he said something about uh, the post was about a snack he was eating, I think, and it was misconstrued. I'm going to have to look that up now. I don't oh, know why geez. that didn't make my my prep there. <laughs> but uh, but again, it was one of those posts where I think it was like the Mike Wallace deal. Uh, where they didn't really say what it was, but uh, violated their their terms. So, yeah, that's something that bothers me. I, I, I'm a last licensed NASCAR official because of working at Limeland, and I feel like even I have to worry about what I what I say online and what I post. And it, it's kind of kind of intimidating to know that Big Brother's watching over. <laughs> they're watching over. They're probably watching <laughs> this podcast going. Why the hell is he on that piece of crap podcast? <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, here's the uh, the quote uh, from Josh. In regards to NASCAR's statement involving my uh, social media posts, on Thursday I posted a picture of my evening snack, and it was taking, taken out of context. Um, I'm not really sure what that – how? Hope he wasn't eating a banana. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still sleeping with your secretary, Ron? <laughs> two dogs. Two dogs. Uh, secretary moved to Florida. Oh, jeez. Uh, moving on. Uh, NASCAR is <laughs> monitoring the uh, Hamlin-Jordan team, the uh, 23-11 new team, to make sure it's not a fifth Joe Gibbs racing car because they have an alliance with them, I think, for the right. motors and everything. Uh, and Joe Gibbs already has uh, four cars and you know they're not allowed to have a fifth one unless it's a rookie or some hey nascar official jerry what's the official rule on that don't you have it's, the the rule book uh memorized 
don't have it memorized, but I believe it's four cars. Then you can have a fifth in select races throughout the season for if you have a rookie for that a rookie, you're bringing yeah. up. Yeah. So I guess uh, I I don't know if there's been any um, allegations or anything of it, but and I guess NASCAR is just keeping a, a close eye on it as to uh, make sure that it is separate from Joe Gibbs Racing, even though it's aligned with them. There's a lot of alliances, though. I mean, so so maybe just having a different shop address isn't enough. <laughs> They are working out of the is it Jermaine Racing shop? So I mean, it's a separate right. shop. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Uh, and finally, I noticed the uh, Hangover Race registration is open at SanduskySpeedway.com for both the uh, Sandusky and Millstream Speedway uh, events, uh, January first and the second. So if you want to register on there, I think it's more just uh, so they get an idea how many cars they, are going to show would up. Love for you to register just so they have an idea on the car count. Yeah, the uh, the Ocho, fresh off of its twelfth uh, place Monster Mash finish, is already registered. And I want to tell you that I, Perry helped me out. Uh, Perry Cox, thanks to him, I, I was out there racing. Otherwise, I would not have been. But uh, after after my heat race, he looked underneath the rear end because uh, he's like, "Yeah, we need to make some adjustments, make that car faster." And he looked under it, and he's like, "We there's nothing. No, we, it needs to go to Ron Miller." My re- the rear end's all messed up, Ron. Oh, again? Springs aren't lined up. My spring looks like a slinky, and yeah, some things need fixed. So, well, I don't know. real quick, you two, we, we talked to the champions at Oakshade, but we haven't really talked to you guys about your 2020 season at Oakshade Raceway. Let's talk a little bit about, about how you did this year in the Ocho, Scott. I mean, you had some growing pains this year, but you, you still were there every week and, and put on a show for the fans. Well, I don't you know do, if I put on a show for the fans, but uh, no, there's there's a lot that's uh, there's a lot hurting underneath underneath that sheet metal that uh, things aren't pointed in the right direction. So it, it 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 hasn't been as good as it was the year prior, but still fun to go out there and uh, due to my current employment situation, that was going to uh, be my next question. With you know, with that, with the change in employment, what are you looking at for your plans for 2021 at this point? I was. Was going to work with Mr. Miller there and possibly uh, look at the uh, possibility of putting together a, a new car. Um, but uh, unfortunately, the funding for that has dried up. So hopefully it will have enough to uh, at least fix some of the wrongs with, with the Ocho here and maybe squeeze another season or two out of that uh, uh, thing. But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, how about you, Professor? Your 2020 season was filled with ups and downs. and late, well, late- Late Jerry, season, you seem to start coming around. It was as crazy a season as I've had in a long time, and it was totally unplanned. Uh, Scott, you'll remember at the Oakshade Banquet last year, I announced that it was uh, that 2019 was going to be my last year of perfect attendance at Oakshade uh, after 35 consecutive years of being there every Saturday night. I've learned, I've learned though, over the years that you never can take a racer's no. word, you know. But at their word, obviously, especially if it has anything to do with retirement. Yeah, well, and I wasn't retiring. Um, I've got an outlaw car that's been sitting in the in the garage here for two years and and hasn't moved a wheel. Uh, and and it was our intent to run that outlaw car. I very much enjoy running those races. Um, and and the, then the virus hit, and uh, the the run what you brung shows dried up, and it was just more beneficial to stay closer to home and you're right jerry we uh we came up with a few things towards the end of the year 
that, that really made a difference in the car. And I started running with my head in a different position. Um, where my head was was a little awkward. Sometimes it's difficult. A little dark and stinky? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. And uh, we had a good year. You know, we finished top 10 and uh, in, in points, and, and I had a great time. Now, did Steve, did you get any any pointers from Steve? Because he had a pretty good season, too. Oh, Steve had a great season. I'm so proud of that kid. Uh, but he headed off in his own direction on chassis setup uh, and, and even chassis configuration. Um, and, and it really worked for him. Uh, I was very proud of my son. So none of that would have tr translated over to your car since he had a totally different. Um, if I fired up the torch and the welder, yeah, it could have, but it would have. <laughs> We would have had to head in that direction. Well, you guys, it was fun to watch and be a part of it in 2020. I want to thank you guys for being there every week and putting help and put on a show on for the fans. Well, well thank you for being there, too, for hey. allowing me to go out and have fun. You had a degree of professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know about all that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just, just a race fan that gets to talk a lot of crap all night. Well, Ron, you get to uh, bring your outlaw. Are you bringing your outlaw out for the uh, hangover races? <sighs> Sadly, the outlaw motor is in Steve's car. Oh, so I now, if you remember last year, I brought the late model with the, with the sideboard and mm -hmm. that sideboard's still there. So, uh, I'm pretty sure with the workload that we've had in the shop, um, I'll be back with the late model. Um, uh, and it was good enough last year. So are you going to be behind the wheel? Absolutely. Okay. I know sometimes there's uh, other folks behind. Are you going to be at both uh, tracks behind the wheel? Oh, absolutely. All right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't miss the Millstream race. And uh, Gumby will be in the uh, 911 car, pro as far as I know, at both races. Oh, the late model, not the truck. Right. right. Correct. The other Kackemeister did. And, cool. and, I believe, and I believe Corey McCoy will be in the 911 truck at both races. Very the same... Cool. Uh, same truck he's been running this uh, past season. Yes. We're, we're doing a couple little updates to it here and ornery Don's fixing up the body. So wait, he's doing this before the hangover race though. Oh yeah. Okay. It's gotta be pretty for it. We, Aren't we can you do doing it. the Ocho? We can do it twice. <laughs> no, no, the Ocho. Ocho's just sitting, waiting out there looking <laughs> like things are falling apart. There's holes and there's a, yeah. <laughs> Scott, before I forget, uh, I got a call from our good Australian friend, Alan Blake, last night. And uh, I guess he's got his entire USA team uh, up for sale. Oh, uh, I did see that. Uh, car, trailer, trailer, something. car, trailer, truck, the whole shebang. So if anybody's interested in going racing, uh, start the truck up and drive it away. Um, it is a couple years older car, but... Uh, can still be very competitive. Um, great engine. I was going to say, it hasn't had much use over the past few years, has it? No, it hasn't. Uh, Alan and I had a long talk last night. Um, the situation in Australia right now is that it's virtually impossible to fly out of the country and then come back home. Uh, they've locked things down much harder than we have. Uh, so the summer of 2021 wouldn't happen. It would be at at the very least 2022 before he could come back over the car, the engine, the whole, the whole rig is two years older at that point. Um, and they've just made the difficult decision to, uh, 
put it up for sale. So it, it is for sale. And if somebody really likes watching Roddy Schroyer race, uh, buy the whole shebang and Roddy will be more than happy to drive it for you. I wish I had some money. There we go. <laughs> Me too. I haven't there checked my lotto ticket this week. Oh, All right. There you go. Nor have I. Uh, let's play uh, how many. Last week's how many was uh, how many laps will the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series champion lead at Phoenix? And it was a boatload. Sunday. And it was 153. Chase Elliott there doing what he needed to, winning both the uh, the last two races to win that championship uh, in the Cup Series. Uh, so the uh, our show winner was uh, me, I guess, 143. That was 10 laps off. I also copied John Deere, who was our online winner, who also guessed 143. So uh, John Deere gets himself a uh, uh, Big D's pizza. Free Big D's pizza. So if you'd like to win a Big D's pizza. Oh, speaking of uh, that, I'm not sure if uh, Matt contacted Dean Henry over there at uh, Big D's, but Matt Swander, our winner last week, also flag man out at uh, Oakshade, wanted to uh, do something similar to what uh, Scott Warner did with uh, donating his pizza to uh, first responders, I do believe. I'll have to get the detail. All right. Very cool. Stand-up deal there. There you go. Uh, This week's how many? Not much uh, racing going on around here, uh, but your chance to win a Big D's pizza anyways is uh, how many job offers will this guy get by (laughs) 5 o'clock next week? Ooh. There you go. Put your guesses in the, uh, and really only I know, so I can make the number. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Put your guesses in the the Facebook live comments. Um, You can do so right up until, say right up until five o'clock next Thursday. Um, (laughs) Your own flesh and blood. My own brother. Cheap shot. Well, he might be right. (laughs) I just started putting the resumes out. So, you know. So John gives me at least one, so that's good. Tim Murphy says he. I won't. I won't be listening to John Young again this week. Okay. I'm going four. You're going four. All right. Two. You guys are awfully uh, optimistic. One, two. Kathy's in I have Florida. Faith in you. Kathy's in Florida. I'm going with my brother. I'm going with zero. Really? Yeah, because I don't think job offers come in quite that quick. I got to have an interview first. So not an interview, an actual job offer which says, hey, come work for me and I'll pay you. Of course, then Ron could uh, fudge that and offer me a job and say, I'm going to pay you this much, like two bucks to uh, come work for me for <laughs> an hour go. or something. So there you go. I, I need you know somebody what? to answer the phone. What's that? I need somebody you... to come over and help sort tools at the shop. Oh, do you? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I, I can. I'm not qualified for that kind of work, I don't think. Um, thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, field correspondent, Matt Swander, Doug Doc. Uh, next week on the show, it is our, uh, Fremont Speedway Champions show. Those guys started off a little bit late this year due to the, uh, COVID restrictions. Everybody started off late, but, uh, uh, they started even later, uh, but ended up getting a pretty full season in there. Nate Dussel, Sean Valeni will be uh, joining us. I spoke to Sean actually down at, uh, uh, Montpelier. This past weekend, he was uh, running in the same class that uh, I managed to run in. He did much better than me. Was he he didn't lap me though. He was uh, yeah. He was driving the seven B truck. Oh, uh, the truck. okay. Yeah, he did not lap me. 
Oh, Dean says he's going to give me a job to offer to deliver pizzas. There you go. Ron says he wants them delivered. So can I can I set the price on the delivery fee? You know, maybe maybe I'll or maybe I get to eat some of it. I don't know. John Deere says I got one. So yeah, I've already I'm already losing here. I think. Anyway, I totally. Oh, anyways, uh, yeah. Um, Sean did. Uh, he was running up with the the leaders and the feature there. He was. I couldn't see him. He was way up front. So, but he didn't lap me. The leader did lap me though. Which was unfortunate. Right before a caution came out, I was upset. Who 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 won the uh, super streets out there? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I don't I don't know who won that. I did. I know the Brian the Brian Brian Ruhlman won the uh, the modifieds. He he was he was fast. That's yeah. Awesome. That place figured out. Yeah. They but, that's one of the downsides at Montpelier. I wish they would do better about posting their results, even though they're not running a full season this year. Uh, when, the couple times I worked there, I tried to submit them to them at least get somebody to put them up and. Yeah. So, well, and they, their website's not down, but, uh, or their website's not up anymore, but they right. were going to have a different promoter and that kind of fell through. And that almost caused issues with them getting a, uh, uh, ambulance for this. Uh, I, yes. I saw that. That was, uh, yeah. Apparently the other, the previous promoter had not paid the ambulance company, so they weren't going to come out. Supposedly that gentleman is also going to be promoting another track over there next spring summer so we'll have to see how that plays out uh whitewater speedway oh hmm. yeah any he, uh, i i would i was thinking maybe bear field but wow yeah is that still a track because they tore that down like uh, mansfield yeah i think they t- did at the end of last year didn't they or beginning uh, of this season. or they were going to sell it i'm not sure i think it was I, being I, sold I, for... I don't know that it's been bulldozed there you go sure jerry Homework assignment for you, Jerry. You got it. <laughs> or any of our listeners over in the uh, Fort Wayne area, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, drive by Bearfield uh, Airport there and see if the track still exists or not. Or if it's a field or if maybe it's commercial development now. I don't know. Maybe it's a landing strip. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Nate Dussel, uh, Sprint uh, Champion, 410 Sprint, and uh, Sean Valenia, the Truck Champion, out there at uh, Fremont Speedway will be joining us next week on the show. We need to um, lean on Paul and Andrea and get Paul on this show. I, I'd, or, lean, or Andrea. I'd leaned on Andrea. I, we could probably get Andrea on, but we've Andrea, had Andrea but, on before. Yeah. When, we'll when we'll we let her talk for him. We, she'll help us make fun of him. She'll yeah. speak on his. I'll ask if she'll speak <laughs> on his behalf uh, on the show next week. Yeah. Let's, we'll see if we can do that. Um, before we leave, we have our, uh, hammer down hotline again if you would like to uh, leave a message to be on the show this week or not this week next week um call the number it is 419-318-3081 that number again 419-318-3081 call anytime day or night don't worry nobody's going to answer i mean you'll hear my voice it's just a message it's an automated deal. So oh, let you know. us know if you, if you like the show, if you don't like the show, if you got something you'd like to see on the show. If you just want to talk racing, just give us a buzz. Let us know what you think. Or you just want to call and swear a whole bunch. I mean, that's fine, too. And, and, and again, uh, if you know who this is because he was anonymous, um, leave, a, leave a message in the comments. All right, here we go. This is this week's. It's very exciting. It's going to last real, real long. That's sarcasm. Uh, here you go. I just want to warn you that tomorrow is Friday the 13th, 2020. Good luck.
Very ominous. <laughs> no, 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 I do listen to I think you're right, Ron. I think you're right. Make my day. I, I kind of think so, too. It, it sounds like the, the Not other the one you want to mess with. Yes. Yeah, I, but yeah. but we'll wait for somebody in the comments to uh, inform us. Uh, we're not going to wait that long, but we'll go through the sponsors one last time here. Uh, again, thanks to Ron Miller Race Cars. Are you busy? You got uh, what do you got going on? Any specials? Anything good? Oh, uh, we're just working our butts off, Scott. It, All right. it, again, the the Fremont Truck uh, Program has been very good to us. Uh, Dave Kemmer knows who it is. Well, that doesn't help. Who is it then? Uh, Mill, Street it, Speed, Mill Street Speedway, thank them for uh, sponsoring the show. They'll be sponsoring us uh, through uh, January of next year. They're going to be racing, actually, January 2nd. And I believe uh, myself and Jerry are going to be up in uh, the booth doing some stuff out there. And, and these other two guys up on top here will be out on the track uh, doing some laps. So, uh, again, January 2nd. Follow them on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or uh, millstreetspeedway.net. And uh, thanks again to Big D's Pizza and Clyde. Mention the Hammer Down Racing Report. Save 10% off any order. And uh, maybe I'll uh, have a a uh, job delivering pizzas for for Big D's Pizza. Yeah. Right. Work your way up the, the corporate ladder. Yeah. Uh, Dean Henry says it's Chris Mize. Isn't that? That wasn't Chris Mize. It's Dave Kemmer. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Dave, was it? Was it Dave? No. No, I got to listen to it again. All right. I just want to warn you that tomorrow is Friday the 13th, 2020. Good luck. No, I don't think that's Dave. No, I I know who it is. Okay. I believe it's Christmas. All right. So there you go. We'll have that mystery uh, hanging over your head until next week's show. Uh, or you might want to check the Facebook comments. Maybe somebody will will guess who that actually is. Dave says nope. Yep, nope. See, I didn't think it was Dave. And you nope. can play. And you can play that segment of the show over and over and over again <laughs> until, you, until you figure it out. Tell you what. Call the call the Hammer Down Hotline number and tell us who you think it is, and uh, we'll play back all the guesses next week. How's that? 419-318-3081. Maybe somebody will actually call and leave a message. Um, oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to mention. Uh, don't forget, uh, we're about to sign off here. So as soon as we do, uh, click on that uh, pinned post on our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racer Report to vote for Toledo City Papers Best of Toledo uh, local podcast. Hammerdown Racing Report is uh, one of the six nominees up for that honor. And uh, so you click on that, you scroll down. It's one of, I think it's like the second to the last uh, category there. Uh, it's in the media section. So uh, meteorologist is on there too. So make sure to give uh, Ryan Weekman a, uh, a nod while you're, while you're on there as well. Our official hammer down or uh, yeah, our hammer down uh, racing report meteorologist. That's what we're going to call him. I don't know if he knows that. He does our weekend weather pit stops for us. So give him a nod and then scroll down a little bit more and uh, give us give us a vote. We appreciate it. That uh, voting goes through December 18th, I believe, something like that. So yep, yeah. December 15th at 11.59. Every single day. I was right. F wait, 15th? Yeah, you got it. Oh, I think I said 18th, but yeah, there you go. So middle of December, uh, every single day, go there and vote. And like Ron said, if you 
have some extra time and you want to like try and pull the system, use different email addresses or computers, whatever, go for it. You know, I have nothing against that. There's nothing, there's no rules about voter fraud or anything like that with the uh, Toledo city papers deal. Cause I don't have any representatives to be able to watch over them as they count the votes. And if we lose, we promise absolutely promise not to call for a recount or a lawsuit lawsuit. Yeah. I was going to say, yes, I can't make that promise. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I can. So that's it for this show. Make sure to tune in again next week for Fremont champs, seven o'clock Thursday nights. We'll be at you uh, live on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. Follow us on all of those things. Real quick comments. Jeff Babcock giving you some praise, Scott. I missed it. Said you looked good last weekend. So there you go. And Jeff would know. Jeff I was having a good hair day. Time. That's why. Thanks, Jeff. It was a good hair day last weekend. Get an Adam boy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah. Listen to us on demand, Google Podcast, iTunes, Spotify. We're on all the big ones, even the small ones, too. Uh, until then, call the Hammer Down Hotline, and uh, we will see you next week. We're out. Yep. Yes, we will. Hammer Good down. Night. Hammer out. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!